Welcome to episode 83 of the Unemployables podcast. Corey Wagner, Zach O'Ryan, Sean Ely, all in different places, different states today. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for the 83rd straight week of doing this podcast. Uh, today, I want to do a quick shout out uh, to a Patreon member. We got a $3 patron, Miss Jackie Desmond. Right. Yeah. I see you, Jackie. I see you, Jackie. I recognize that Desmond last name. Mm-hmm. I recognize that. Uh, Jackie is donating three bucks a month to help us out. We got a bunch. Of, I think we have seven different tiers. The three dollar is the Freeloaders Club. Uh, you get a little shout out, obviously, on our upcoming episode. That's right now, Jackie. Hello. <laughs> episode eighty three is for you. Uh, if you guys want to shout out or to support the show, patreon.com forward slash the unemployables. We got almost two dozen patrons on there helping out the podcast. You can get free shirts, bonus content. You can live call in the podcast, uh, all, all sorts of stuff, and sign gear and topic choices, all sorts of crazy stuff. So, Jackie, thank you so much for being a part of that. Spiel over, episode starting. Boys, how you doing? Doing well. Good, man. Hanging out. How about you? You look like you're in, in a, a beautiful setting, man. Where are you at? Look what at are you doing? blue sky, dude. I am sitting on a balcony in Plymouth, Michigan right now, just west of Detroit. So I'm in Michigan. Uh, Corey looks like you're in Chicago and then Zacho in South Carolina, right? So this is the first time the three of us have been in different spots for this, I think. Three different states at least. Yep, live from the 843, baby. So it looks like two of us are on Eastern. Actually, me and Sean are in the future, Corey. That's right. <laughs> 3 p.m. here, my friend. I guess if you believe in time, I'm pretty sure it's a construct. Oh, well, you have always been a man of science. Yeah. Ever since I watched season one of True Detective, that whole, you know, time is a flat circle thing really fucked me up. So I'm pretty much still in that. So I think that's what I subscribe to now. I'm a big Matthew McConaughey and True Detective fan. So that's what I'm at. There you go. Yeah, that was a great show. I, I love mm. looking into like podcasts and like documentaries about like how space and the relationship between space and time, it just blows my mind. I smoke a J and listen to that Neil Degrassi Tyson all day long. I actually just picked up a book. Um, well, that's a lie. I picked this book up two years ago and I haven't even opened it. It's called um, Astrophysics for uh, People in a Hurry. Have you heard it? Mm-hmm. Have heard of it? No, I have By Neil Degrassi Tyson. I don't know if he wrote it or if he just kind of like, if someone wrote it like for him, you know how that they'll do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the, oh, someone yeah. will be super smart and he'll be like, I ain't writing no damn book. And someone will be like, All right, he'll like write some notes down and they'll make it into <laughs> yeah. it. <I> see. <laughs> I think that's he what seems happened. like a type of dude that could probably write a book though. Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, I feel like a man of many talents. Yeah. He's I, I like, I'm, I'm a fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson. I like that. He randomly just argues with hip hop artists. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> like how did their worlds ever cross? <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. He yeah. like he was like yelling at Kyrie Irving once too. I was like, that's just a weird. You two shouldn't have arguments on Twitter. But, but so I funny. guess that's what Twitter's for: war of the words. Yeah, Kyrie the out there talking about that flat Earth. Yeah, I don't. I felt like Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, I think I'm gonna start a fight with Kyrie. That dude stepped into Kyrie stepped into Neil deGrasse Tyson's world and started talking about how the Earth is flat. He's my favorite troll. Neil deGrasse Tyson's got to be like, favorite troll. bro, that boy wasn't trolling for nobody, bro. He thinks the earth is flat. He said it. A bunch of people lost their minds. And he's like, bro, I don't give a fuck enough about this. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is. That boy, yeah. He wasn't trolling, bro. That dude thinks he did leave another. He, he did leave a second video where he's like, it's flat. 
and then that was it. She was like, <laughs> that dude's wild. That's man. like that's what happens when you get that like NBA Max contract. You just are comfortable in your own ridiculous opinion. You know what's funny anymore. is that's also what happens when you don't get a big NBA contract. If you go on Reddit, you'll see that uh, even without getting a big NBA contract. There is an absurd amount of people who just are like, I'm poor and I believe the earth is flat. There's no, yeah. you don't need to get money and confidence for that. It's just That's like true. taking access. I stay away from that world though. Like me, <laughs> me and Reddit, I don't really get into Reddit. Oh. I started doing the Reddit when like Reddit's great. we first launched the unemployables. Remember how we did, we had like a Reddit page where we were yeah. taking the questions from there. Then I got on there and I was like, oh, motherfuckers are savages on Reddit. They're <laughs> the greatest. <laughs> well, Reddit's yeah. great because you can just, you don't have to look at like the weirdo stuff too. Like, But it's fun. Yeah, if that's what you want to do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not for me, bro. But I, I just like it because it's the best place to find what the cool shit is that's going on on the internet. Like yeah. if I just want to see a super sick video, I'm going to find it easier on Reddit than probably anywhere else on the internet. Or at least that's where we should find our next presidents from Reddit. Cause that's the only way we're going to get a more entertaining president. That's how we Donald got Trump. our, that's how we got our current president. <laughs> yeah. He's a Reddit president. <laughs> he for real is bro. Like there are so many subreddits that are like hyper, hyper aggressively pro Trump. I think that's where a lot of those like, uh, like how, like you can get the internet just to attack something. Like I think, I think how social media helped Trump, I think a big part of that is his Reddit presence and all these people who support Trump on Reddit because they can just like post a website or something and be like, hey, all whatever, a few hundred thousand people who belong to this subreddit about Trump, let everybody go just attack this social media thing and then they can downvote stuff out. They can upvote stuff up. They can comment the hell out of stuff. They can basically like crack the algorithm. Yeah. Trump, Trump is kind of a, he's a Reddit slash... 4chan president you know he got his troll yeah. his little troll because troll armies i think had a bigger they definitely had a bigger effect on his last presidency than anything and a big part of that is those types of uh types of websites good, good for them it's, it's good to see them the, putting it's good it's good to see them putting their time to, to good use good, yeah good for them they win they win yeah. the internet we're good for you reddit <laughs> reddit oh, resident hmm well, yeah, that's well, that. That's what we got going on. I do want to say it's so funny. Like, I imagine being like a really well-searched scientist or somebody who's just so incredibly respected in their field. And I feel like going to a place like Twitter or Reddit where you have just like, you know, there are of course going to be very well-researched people as well on there that can provide a good point of view. But I think about how great it is for that scientist, like a Neil deGrasse Tyson going on Twitter and just having a blast talking to people that clearly haven't put the work in to understand anything and just going on there and roasting people. That's got to be a blast for him. He's oh, probably sitting on the so toilet fun. or laying in bed going, look at this moron. I'm about to lose it. Like it's probably fun for them to actually know so much. And to be like, what yeah. is this unre unresearched moron thinking right now? I'm going to just go at him. Like, I feel like that would be so much fun to know be that like, because that'd be like LeBron going down to the YMCA just to block little kids shots. Yeah, exactly. Like his, yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be a burden to have that much knowledge because you could just argue with anyone at, over any sentence. You're like, actually, yeah, this is how it is or probably could be because I'm a an astro scientist and we really don't really know. But we're yeah. pretty goddamn sure. Because <laughs> yeah. it is, right? Ones. Isn't that like his whole thing? It's like, it's really not like scientific facts. It's all, because like, cause this, is this true or not? Like 
aren't like the extra dimensions that they're adding into like the algorithms to try to justify and solve like the way that the space time continuum works. Aren't those just like variables that were created by men to like finish formulas? See, here's what I do. I go, I don't know. And I'm not going to pretend to know. I don't know. You, <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I really do think that's what it is. I think it's like, okay, if you, if you can't come up with a solution, then you basically embed a variable that could potentially solve this formula, which then in theory creates what could possibly be maybe a scientific evidence. Mm-hmm. But I'm all in for that kind of goofy shit. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think facts are that important anymore anyways. I mean, <laughs> if you really think about it, look, look at the last four years. Truth doesn't really matter. It's confidence. Confidence is everything. You don't need to, you don't need to know anything. You just have confidence. an unbridled confidence, and apparently you'll do fine. You know? Confidence. Someone said Zach is giving me a headache with quantum physics. First of all, you spell my name Z-A-C-H, Shawan and Stoles, so you can kiss Zach's ass. <laughs> I'm giving myself a headache talking about astrophysics, to be honest. I just think it's a burden. I think, uh, I think uh, ignorance is bliss, and that's how I'm going to live my life. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, that's the great thing about this podcast. We can just go ahead and pivot hard out of science and just talk about other stuff. <laughs> it's our yeah, show. Yeah, like that jean jacket. Yeah. Hey, man, I was already on a burnt show and already got roasted for this, okay? And Bobby, oh, yeah. I think, who might be in the chat, you know, he had, a, he had his fun time, fun time with this, too. Also, I feel like every comedian that night was wearing a jean jacket, so don't even, you know? It was you and Kevin Budke. <laughs> I like that jean jacket. <laughs> I Look at that. See, sick. I got Corey's approval, so. I actually dig I that. You should, you should well, um, what, what pants are you wearing? pins and stuff on it. it the are jean you, pants. Are you wearing <laughs> I'm wearing, I'm, I'm wearing a, um, de- what are they called, Canadian tuxedo right now for this podcast. Oh, then I Hell don't like yeah. it. That's exactly yeah. what Kevin Budke wore that night on Burnt, actually. So maybe yeah, at least sure. when I, sleep. I also think that between the three of us, we have to be not as very well respected in the world of fashion, I would say, anyway. So for any of us Absolutely to give the not. other one shit, you know, I don't think any of us are really winning that category. I'm a fashion lord, look at me right now. I've got a knockoff Lowe's t shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Made by my are. buddy. And a four dollar seven eleven bandana. We went with like the opposite lighting too, where like Corey's doing the correct thing of sitting in front of the window. You went backlit and I went, I'm going to sit under the sun. So this is great. We're all just different levels of skill when it comes to showing ourselves on this podcast right now. I did. I had two choices for this podcast. It was either a very uncomfortable chair situation with very good lighting (laughs) or an unbelievably comfortable leather couch with backlighting. And I had to make this judgment call if we're going to be here for an hour. I've been sitting in a car for 16 hours. I need a little bit of comfort. Let's transition to that. I want to I wanna hear a little bit about that. So I saw you last week. You dropped off uh, some of the Unemployables merch to me, and I got to say goodbye to you, which I'm assuming is for like a couple months. Um, months. Tell us, what have you been up to since that day? I saw you pull away in a van making all sorts of screeching noises. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, Eric yep. Freddy, uh, the beautiful model that he is, was in there wearing some Peter Parker glasses, looked like a majestic man, and then yep, Zeus yep. was just slobbering all over. What have you been up to since you pulled away from my apartment last week? Well, I'm very glad you asked this question. Uh, so we left there, went straight to Hobart, Indiana, had a unbelievable show at the Hobart Art Theater, which was fire, bro. They had like 100, because I think it seats like 350. Wow. So they did half. We sold, they sold all the tickets that they could sell, which was like 125 or no, how much is half of 350? 175. 175. <laughs> but then they sold more at the door. So it was close to 200 people there. So we did that shit. And then the plan was to finish that show and start driving straight down to the Smoky Mountains so we could get like 
halfway to my mom's house down in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. But I got fucked up at that show. <laughs> and luckily, I sold a bunch of merch. So I was just like, Eric was like, so where are we going to go? And I was like, to the closest hotel. That's where yeah. we're going to go. And we just slept in Hobart, Indiana, man. Got like a $90 hotel room. Woke up the next yeah. day. And then, man, the longest drive. Ever. It was probably like the drive's only 14 hours because we were like, okay, we're not going to go to the Smokies yet. We're going to go down to my mom's house because neither of us know how to plan this two-month trip. And we really need some help. So that's the plan. We were going down to my mom's house so she can help us book like what we're supposed to do. So it was like a 14 hour drive, but we got the dog. So like, I was going to also ask you, what do you like, do with like, a 200 dog pound out. dog during a uh, comedy show as well? I know we're backing up a little bit, but is Zeus just chilling the van just fine? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I parked him right outside the back, right okay. out back of the theater. <laughs> I just Daddy's wanted to, I was wondering. Doors. Yeah. I was bringing him up to the doors. So I was like, yo, look at my dog. Everyone was like, holy <laughs> shit. Do you have a fucking van and a dog behind the theater? This is crazy. And I was like, like yeah, I know, yeah. but this is fire. Yeah. So we were doing that shit. And, um, yeah, so like the 14 hour drive because of Zeus, because you got to let the dog out. Well, not a monster. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to let this dog just sit here, lay down all day. You got to let him out hang out. So it wasn't 14 hours. The bitch ended up being like 17, 18 hours, oh, dude. My God. Yeah. All the way down there, like two o'clock in the morning. And my stepdad, and I, I was telling my stepdad, I was like, we'll probably get there at like two o'clock in the morning. So we pull up, and my stepdad's already out in the back in a robe, like letting us in the gate to get into the back of the farm. <laughs> yeah so we pull in there and just hung out with my stepdad and my mom for a little bit ate some food and pat slept forever last yeah. night woke up today hit the gym now i'm here we'll be here for like four or five days and i think we're gonna go up to uh the smokies and then start heading out west to like denver go up to seattle over to or no no, no up up to the badlands over to seattle and then down into like northern cal yeah, hopefully the van the van's doing well it's it's uh showing good good signs of life right now yeah the van's fire man yeah van's dude. i love it <laughs> dude you know what fucking happened listen to this shit dude listen to this fucking shit Corey. you'll you'll get a kick out of this shit i uh i get the van right and I, i'm down in south carolina it fires up driving perfectly drive it all the way back up to chicago right 15 hours I park it and you don't need a van. You don't need a car in Chicago, right? You don't need a van in Chicago. So I just parked that bitch parked for like three, four days. Yeah. I come out like three days later and I'm showing my buddy the van. I'm like, you got to see this van. So we walk out, I turn it over and all yours. And that's how it sounds constantly. And I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, maybe I just wasn't paying attention to it. Maybe that's just how this bitch sounds. You know what I mean? I don't know much mm-hmm. about cars. So I'm just driving it for about a week every day back and forth to the gym. And I finally called my stepdad. I'm like, man, this bitch is loud, dude. He's like, it ain't supposed to sound like that. I can hear that shit from here, bro, like through the phone. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go get this shit checked out. So I go get I go get an oil change, right? And I'm like, hey, man, can you uh, check? Why are you down there? Can you check the pipes? He was like, no. No, we don't fucking do that. This is Valvoline quick oil change. Bro. We're about to <laughs> dump your oil, and we're about to pump some oil in there, and Four minutes flat, you're about to be pulling the fuck up out of here. I was like, bro, please, you hear this shit? Please check it. He's like, oh. all right, I'll go check the pipe. So he goes down and he goes, dude, you, you have no pipe. There ain't nothing down there. I was like, what do you mean there's no pipe down there? He's like, there's no, he's like, I'm not even gonna lie. There's, there's the pipe back here, and then there's the pipe here, but in the middle where they're supposed to be connected, there ain't shit, bro. <laughs> I'm like, you're kidding me. I was like, what do you think happened? He's like, I don't know, but your oil change is done and you please, you need to leave. I was like, okay, whatever. So I leave there and I type in muffler, whatever. And I, there's a national muffler 
So I mm-hmm. go up to the national muffler and the guy's like, what's up, man? I was like, apparently I don't have a pipe on my car and it's missing. He's like, what do you mean it's missing? I was like, I'm not too sure, man. I was hoping maybe you could tell me. So he's like, let me go check it out. So he comes down and he hops under the thing. He hops up and he's laughing. And I'm like, what's up? He's like, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but someone cut off your catalytic converter. I was like, what? He's like, oh, yeah. They went down there with a the bandsaw and cut it off. I was like, damn, it seems like a lot of work. He goes, no, you get electric drill. You have that bitch out in 10 seconds. I was like, you're kidding what? me. He goes, yep, yep. He goes, it's going to be about 375 for a new one. I was oh, like, well, no. hold on one second. Hold on. What does a catalytic converter do and do I need it? I'm like, well, <laughs> You need it if you want to pass an emissions test ever. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, all right, well, what are my other options? He's like, well, you get a catalytic converter and you basically follow the law. You don't get a catalytic converter and you're just dumping poison into the atmosphere and your car sounds like this. Or I can just put a straight pipe on there for like a hundred bucks and you'll save gas money. Just what? a straight pipe, bro. I was like, bro, put a fucking straight pipe on there. Are you kidding me? He's like, all right, cool. Put a straight pipe on there. It sounds like a little baby kitten. I love I love the idea that there are things in cars that like you don't I wouldn't say you need it, but like it would certainly help if you, you don't need that catalytic like, converter. That's such California's a funny thing, trying like, to push that on everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's like a windshield. Was, you don't need much yeah, of anything. You don't honestly, need a windshield. you don't need much of anything on the car. You need wheels, an engine, a steering wheel, a gas and brake. Boom. You don't need doors. Oh, yeah. You don't need seat belts. You know I'm cheap, bro. So when I heard that 100, and I saved gas money, he was like, yeah, but yeah. you'll be pumping some shit up into the ozone layer. And I was like, it's just one van, bro. <laughs> it's just one van. Go ahead and throw that, slap that pipe on there. We'll be all right. Yeah, we're never going to pass an emissions test. I was like, I'm I was going to take that test. I think we've talked about that before on this, like maybe, you know, episodes and episodes ago, like when I moved out of Michigan, I didn't know what an emissions test was. They don't do that here. You can just drive. I mean, it barely needs to be an auto street legal. You can just, I mean, I see shit all the time. And we go to Chicago. I'm like, I, that's a good point. Like there's no cars you know, earlier than 1999 on the roads, it's because they won't like I, you literally did not need to provide proof of what you were like driving in this fucking state. Like they weren't like checking on it. Illinois, it's just like, like made, every year you and just a half, made your own car. Yeah. You got to prove like what it is. You know, they run, they plug that thing into the everything run all the time. I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing. Like Florida didn't have it. I don't think Michigan didn't have. It. So yeah, I wasn't living in places that were holding you accountable by any means. Yeah. I think they're getting too stringent on those. <laughs> On those uh, on those laws with the vehicles, Tedes goes. It was your <laughs> Terry goes. It was your stepdad that stole your catalytic converter, and my stepdad's Puerto Rican, so I'm considering that racist. Highly, highly racist. <laughs> he did laugh at me. I called my stepdad. He was like, "So what was the problem?" I was like, "Someone stole my Cadillac converter," and he started dying. <laughs> like, Damn, man, them big ass cities, bro. That's why you got to live on a farm. I was like, I'm, I'll, "I'd rather I'd rather someone steal my Cadillac converter than live on a farm all the time, man." I gotta tell you that. They're, my parents are getting a cow. They're, bu- they're getting a cow. This is a real thing that's happening. And my mom, it took them, I was, I've been here for 24 hours and it took them that long to tell me they're getting a cow. Like next week they're getting a cow and they didn't think that was the first thing they should have told me, which I, like you want that information now, obviously. Yeah. It blew my mind because they don't, they are the type of people that like when a ball kind of starts to roll, they want to see like how far they can take that thing. So like yeah. they, they shot a deer, right? And they're so excited. Oh my God, you can't tell them shit, bro. My stepdad killed the deer. He's so excited. They took it down to the processor. 
they saw how much meat they could get for, you know, the cost of the processor, right? Because when you kill a deer, let's say you kill a hundred pound deer, right? You take a hundred pound deer to the processor, about 60% of that, you're going to be able to keep as meat. So you, if you kill a hundred pound deer, which is a very small deer, I'm using a hundred because math is hard. You get about 60 pounds worth of meat, right? And then mm -hmm. it's usually like $2 a pound at the processor to keep, but we're talking T-bone steaks, bro. We're talking yeah. all sorts of Good shit, $2. Eat, so, so 60 pounds, you're going to pay 120 bucks. So like they were like, holy shit. They saw like, they saw, you know what I mean? How much meat they could get. So next thing you know, they're ordering cows. There's like a website. You can just buy a fucking cow <laughs> on a website. It's like and they'll bring finder, it to you. It's <laughs> yeah. It's like Carvana, but it's Calvana. <laughs> it's Calvana. <laughs> They'll yeah, bring it to you. There's yeah. an app. You just select what color you want to. And, he, and then my mom was like, we're not naming it. And my stepdad was like, it's already, it's already named. His name's Bolo. And she was like, what's oh, that mean? And he was like, it means hunk of meat in Spanish. Oh, <laughs> just getting right to the point. It's <laughs> like, this is what it's for. That's what its name is. Yeah, man. So now they got a cow and it's going to be like a thousand pounds. And then their only thing they're going to do, this is the savagery. They're getting a thousand pound cow. And they're going to try to put like another hundred pounds onto it. So they're just going to be feeding it. Just letting this thing think it's living the best life ever. Bro, these motherfuckers yeah. are the best cow parents ever, bro. I'm eating so much grass. And then in like three months, he's dead into the processor yeah. and they're smashing them. They and then they got to buy a whole ass uh, new, you know, the freezers mm -hmm. that open like this. Yeah. They got to get a whole ass one of those because of how much freezer. meat they're about to get. Yeah, because they're going to get 600 pounds of meat, dude. I don't even 600 even, like, I can't of meat. fathom what that even looks like. And I used to work in a, in a it you looks know, like a freezer. Death. <laughs> so I'm coming back for Thanksgiving. Pounds. I'm about to be stealing some meat. Yeah, no turkey this year. It's all red meat at the. Your parents ever do any shit like that in Michigan? No, because we lived like in a city, basically. Like we didn't live, like nobody had cro even crops. Like people had like a tomato plant. There was nobody like housing animals, not even chickens and shit. Like I didn't, not until high school when I like met people from like further away that would come into my high school and they were like, yeah, I live on a farm and I have a barn and I have horses and shit. I'm like, what? Yeah. So that was all very new to me. And I still don't really fully. There's a lot of farms of in Michigan though. There are. Like I just don't live near any of them. This is, this is basically Detroit. Like this is like, this is nice. Like this looks like a little bit of nature. That's about it, my dude. That's just this tree. Some of those trees, and then it's just parking lot down here. So you know that's where I live in. Yeah, that's where I'm from. <laughs> how's how's the city, Sea Wags? Our correspondent over in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> good, I guess. City's good, baby. City is good. Sean, mm -hmm. do me a favor. Mm -hmm. The audience needs to hear about how you are the new WWF Tag Team Champion of the World. Yeah, uh, I wish it were that cool. But, you know, let's just, for the sake of the story, let's just say that I'm whole, I have a belt inside. It's the other half of the tag team champs. Yeah, so Saturday, dude, 4 o'clock, Southgate, Michigan. It was absolutely lit. Uh, outdoor ring next to, I think, what's like a church or something. I don't know. It was a, some sort of a outdoor backyard that perfectly fit a ring in it. But, uh, yeah, I talked about it on the podcast last weekend. So Or last week, my brother was going against uh, this dude who kind of had like a – you know what he kind of reminded me of was like a um, – God, you know, like these guys all have like the demon kind of in like the real dark, like bad guy thing where they like bring to the ring with them, like some hooks or some crazy shit they're going to use in the match. And it was yeah. this dude. He had like these two <laughs> from which I'm assuming he bought from like Home Depot or something or the, 
you know, the sporting goods section of like a Dick's, no, not a Dick's, that's got all sporting goods, but like he had some sort of hunting hooks or something that he spray painted red and he comes out to the ring and he's, you know, he comes out first and it's like real dark and just, he's clearly going to use these hooks in this match. You know, if you bring, it's like, it's the theory of like weapons. If you show a gun, you use the gun, that kind of thing. Right. So he comes to the ring and he couldn't look more opposite of my brother. He's like five foot two. Like, you know, looks like he literally is going to like, he has kids in his basement for sure. That's like his character. I don't know why that would be your character, but that was it. And my brother comes out and he's got like 40 people there all in orange and just blows up. So he comes in. So the, the hook of the match was, this, uh, this promoter that uh, has it out for my brother, he came out after both wrestlers were introduced and he said, um, I think uh, Electric Eric Ely is going to cheat in this match to win this match, so I'm going to go ahead and be in this bad guy's corner. He's gonna, I'm going to be in his corner, and I'm not going to make sure you don't cheat, which is a bunch of bullshit. My brother gets cheated at to lose matches, so it didn't make any sense. But uh, So then my brother – to enrage. This has to enrage you as a brother so sitting in the audience listening to someone badmouth your brother? absolutely I'm, I'm heated for you i can feel my face so flush. the ref comes over ref comes over my brother he's checking his boots like they do you know make sure you don't got switchblades in there or something even though this five foot two hobbit just brought hooks to the ring but they're making sure my brother doesn't have a knife in his boots so they look for that and then my brother takes a second he hops down off the ring and it's like just like could have heard a pin drop you know it's like absolutely quiet in the outdoor area and he comes over to me and he goes i need you in my corner and so we like did a little like remember how uh, the yeah. detroit pistons in 04 used to do the rashid oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the rashid ben wallace so we do my brother tells me he's like oh, we're gonna do that and I, we did it and i come to the match and the crowd pops or whatever so i'm like in eric's corner getting like the crowd fired up and everything and Hell throughout yeah. the match my brother's you know the other guy keeps like you know pulling my brother out of the ring when the ref's not looking just cheating up a storm you know cheating every possible opportunity and me as the manager was like I wasn't going to get, I wasn't going to be, uh, let that affect me. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to put my hands on anybody. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm just going to try to get the ref's attention to let him know. My brother gets put in the hooks, right? Ref's like trying to count it out. He can't, he's too much pandemonium going on. So this is how the match ended. Finally, uh, the, the guy that was trying to cheat for my, against my brother jumps up on the actual apron of the ring. You know how they'll do that where like the manor will jump up and the ref has to come over right away. Kind of be like, get off the ring. I Wait, come you- up, I Oh, so you know how the outside apron, up. yeah, you know how you can jump up on the outside of the ring and not be yeah, in the ring? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that little, like, one foot area, right? The distraction, it's like a distraction tactic. That's a very big thing in pro wrestling is, like, that's the distraction for managers. They'll jump up to try to, like, you know, distract the ref so they can't see something. So, yeah. finally, I've had it. So, I go running around the ring, and I give them up. Mm, low blow right through his legs. Dude drops, like, a ton of bricks on the outside. My God, brother hits his finisher. One two and it's about to be three and that guy rolls into the ring and breaks up the count they ring the bell for disqualification my brother wins and then the um the guy that actually runs the event comes out and says next month for next month's show it's going to be electric eric ely versus that guy who's not even like a wrestler he hasn't wrestled eight (laughs) years just a manager so my brothers and if my brother wins that match he gets to be in the battle royal for like the number one contender to go for the belt so it was like this really Mm. cool storyline and like I got a huge pop when I like knocked that guy. Cause this is the first time I've ever like had an actual Punch move, in the nuts. you know? Cause like oh. the last, like last time I went home last year, I got like the shit beat out of me by one of the other guys or whatever. That was like the <laughs> angle. But this time I actually got to like do my first ever move and like dive into the ring afterwards to get that guy to go away. And I got to like raise my brother's hand up. So it was just such a cool moment. And like, I had some of my friends there and stuff and like all my brother's like old friends from you know growing up softball and baseball all that stuff used to play so it was just a really cool moment and like it was all outside it was like early on in the day it was just it was a really really cool 
like Hell just yeah. Saturday. And my dad, you know, my dad flew up from Florida. Like my mom was there. So it was just a really cool thing. It was just really, really neat. So That's we had a blast. Dope. It was a, it was a super good day. I want to oh, wanna... oh and WWE great Gangrel was in the remember I told you he was yeah. in the uh, main event he like flew in from like Miami that day to just literally work like a seven minute match for like a thousand dollars or something I don't know what they pay him but yeah Gangrel from like when we were growing up in WWE and he was big with like Edge and Christian and stuff yeah he was there so 51 years old just spray tanned like beach blonde hair had the fangs in had the cauldron that he drinks out of or whatever Blast Wait, past, those are fake fangs. Like, those are fake fangs. They're fake, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what if he actually all the time had Dracula fangs? Like, put thought he filed mouth. those bad boys. Hey, <laughs> Bobby so in the long. Bobby in the comment section uh, th- wants to thank you for skipping his wedding shower to punch that guy in the balls. Yep, I skipped Bobby's uh, virtual wedding shower. I did it uh, proudly. Oh, it was a and, virtual uh, wedding shower. That's your fault for having a virtual wedding shower. <laughs> <laughs> should wait until um, next year when you had i don't know fun i just think about bobby's parents being like how come sean's not in this chat be like oh he long story it uh, cuts to you just oh, <laughs> uppercutting this guy in his balls falling off the ring dude it is really you know i mean obviously like we've all performed on stage before and it's you love like the laughter a pop from the audience anyway what a weird thing to get a pop from like knocking a dude out like that was the first time obviously that's ever been in my mo and that was just such a different feeling it was so weird like i totally understand why wrestlers are all about it i want to be very clear with you here sean mm-hmm. i do not like wrestling but really when i was younger not anymore when yeah, i was yeah, younger sure. i loved it if i if i started watching again maybe i'd, I'd enjoy it but there's I think just so many other things so to good do. when we were growing up you know yeah, but there's now there's just so literally so anything else better to do than I'd rather do. <laughs> but I just remember like because you were like, oh, Eric hit him with like his finishing move. And I just remember mm. like those moments, like when you would see like my favorite was obviously the rock. Like the rock yeah. was my guy. Rock bottom. And when you hit that rock bottom, you just whoo, you oh you feel it, bro. And then you were like <laughs> And I just remember being like, all right, is he about to just pin him or is he going for the people's el- He's going for the fucking people's elbow. He's about to give me both of these, bro. Is it my birthday? What's going on? I know, I know. And then that's supposed to be it. But then if you if you get out, if you don't get a three count after a finishing move, you're a dog, bro. Like if you get rock mm-hmm. bottom and people's elbow and it doesn't make it to the three count, you're a savage. How are you yeah. supposed to get this guy out? Remember Stone Cold used to do that? They just hit him with like, I remember, I don't remember. I, I remember there was like, it was Triple H, The Rock, and Stone Cold in a match. I think it was just those three. Mm-hmm. And The Rock and Triple H hit him, hit Stone Cold with their finisher. And someone tried to pin Stone Cold. He was like, bro, I got Coors Light running through my veins, bro. You're not pinning <laughs> yeah. me after that horseshit. Yeah. And got out of it. And it was just the most monumental thing ever. Remember Bill Goldberg? Remember that run he went on? For- he would do the spear and then the jackhammer. And then like normally that was lights out, you know? Yeah. Remember he jackhammered the big show? Mm-hmm. And everyone Broke lost the their shit. <laughs> yeah. Broke the ring. Yeah, yeah the ring collapsed. <laughs> wild i always think it's so funny because like obviously when you hit your finisher it's supposed to be like that is like signal for like that's it like you can't kick out of that and then there'd be like wrestlemania pay-per-views where like randy orton would hit like four rkos on somebody and the guy would kick out and you're like well i mean why <laughs> like what a, there needs to the finisher means it's over like you can't hit somebody yeah. like brock lesnar's doing his finishing move to like roman reigns three times and it's like so it's funny it's just so interesting like it's it's so fun talking to those wrestlers and starting to get to know some of those guys because like i start to recognize a lot of the same faces 
places in Michigan that my brothers like befriended and stuff and just how everybody prepares so differently. I mean, they treat it so much like it is a sporting event. It's like, it's so they all have their little regimens before and getting taped up. It like feels like old high school football. You know, everybody's like in it's their own little. Yeah. It's entertainment. And it is a, it is an art. Mm-hmm. I will say yeah. that it is entertainment. It, was, it is an art. Yeah. Do most, really cool. do most people that get into wrestling have like a theater background or like an acting background or something no i would say the complete opposite like from i because i asked my brother that and he was like no a lot of these guys like because it's it's another one of those things like if you go to legitimate wrestling no i would say the complete opposite i've never entertained anyone (laughs) ever no no kidding because they all seem like such great actors it's like porn acting yeah yeah um no they like they watch wrestling like growing up their whole lives and then like they go to wrestling school and you learn the moves and stuff and that's like you know it's a couple grand to like go through the program and to be trained somewhere legitimate where you'd have like opportunities to be seen by you know bigger bigger shows and stuff like that so no i don't think most people i would say a majority of people have absolutely no background in i would say it's more sporting it's more sports like maybe actual wrestling or you know like high school football stuff like that like i don't think most people were like in theater and then were like i'm gonna be a wrestler you know know? so no i don't think i don't think so and most of the guys like they don't have the bill they don't look good like the thing vince mcmahon wants is like the the steroided up looking guy you know that's what he's always and so like it's so hard to get that body like legitimately so most guys just base their character around not having to look like that it's kind of what i've noticed you know your brother's pretty yoked yeah my i mean it's hysterical look i mean he's by far the most like looks like a guy that could be in wwe you know what i mean like like has in like his like class or his debate yeah i mean he's my brother uh, yeah because he like puts so much work into it and he does the you know he follows like the same training regimens that those guys do he's tall he's got broad shoulders like most a lot of those guys are short or like you know or just or they can't gain muscle like some of these guys are really good but they're like 130 pounds you know what i mean so like they get thrown around the ring like crazy Yo, we just got a new subscriber, Mr. Joe Five Fifty. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you. We certainly appreciate it. Hell yeah. Um, speaking of truth, doesn't matter. How is your fitness coaching going, Sean Ely? My fitness coaching. I don't have a client just yet. No. Um, I, I've I've really um, I fit kind of a roadblock of um, you know you were kind of my my main one I was trying to get. I felt like if I could get you, I'd be good. But right now, I'm just training myself. Yeah, I'm your Moby Dick, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm here my, you're my Moby <laughs> Dick for sure. I'll get you someday. I'll get you when you come back to Chicago in December. I'll get that training session. I'll make you pay that sixty nine ninety nine. I'll do it. Oh hell yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Oh. That's my life. That's my, my that's my life in Detroit. Yeah. Did you um? Are you? Do you vote in Michigan or in? No, Illinois? I'm I'm Illinois through and through. Which you know is a bummer because they don't really need the help. Michigan needs the help. <laughs> Yeah, uh, depending on I guess where you fall in that. Um, but no, I vote in Illinois. I have the like I got the ballot last week. Uh, I can mail that baby in. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, good on you, philanthropic. Yeah. Are you Illinois? I know Corey, you're Illinois this year, right? Yeah. I'm Zach, are you Illinois? Yeah. yeah. Even though I I should vote in South Carolina. Good God, I should vote <laughs> twice in South Carolina. Yeah. Then you start <laughs> snagging some ballots out of the mail like they think is actually happening, and yeah. refill out some bubbles. It's so funny. I don't. I don't talk politics with any of my family down here anymore. <laughs> I mean, I can't even hear. You know, it's like. I mean, I try to avoid it. Yeah, but, but you know, time. teach them. 
I mean, I, I think, yeah. honestly, I just think we just burn the whole thing down, like the whole political thing, and then we all just go, I promise to be nice. Yeah, what man. I'm, everyone, nice no one breaks a promise. <laughs> never. No, never, <laughs> never, never. Nobody's going to break a promise. Mm. Man, I was listening to, uh, so I was coming, I was driving down, and I was listening to one of these, I'm big into these true crime podcasts lately. Yeah, what are you listening to now? It was called Paper Ghosts. Okay. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. These five people disappear. It all kind of like circles back to this one dude, yada, yada. It's really, it's a really cool story how it keeps looping back. But so like episode one, so good, right? Episode two, so good. I'm in episode three, boom, four, banger, five, great. Six is amazing. And then right at the end of six, it was like, tune in next week for episode seven. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I forget because like with story podcasts like that, I'm like, bro, drop the whole season. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Drop the whole mm -hmm. season. And let me binge all of this shit. That's why I was pissed at Amazon Prime because I'm a big fan of the boys. Yeah. I like watching the boys on Amazon Prime, but now they're doing this horse shit where they're releasing one a week. Mm -hmm. You can't get your fix. I don't want to listen. I don't want to watch one episode per week. I want to watch 12 episodes in 12 hours. And then I want to move on with my life. But now I got to think about this shit for the next seven days. What's going to happen? What's the plot? Is this the A plot, B plot? How is this coming together? What's going to happen to the guy with the American flag cape? I don't know. But you can't yeah. find out until next week. So now they're, they're keeping me captive, and I don't like it. I'm not still on my ex-girlfriend's Amazon Prime account. <laughs> Just have to wait not. a week to watch the boys. Yeah. That was a good I heard, show, like, though. I heard two different, like, theories. I mean, they're the, the obvious ones. But, like, some people were, like, mad about that. And then other people were, like, honestly, thank God that some of these shows are starting to do once a week because I don't have any reason to, like, be excited about a thing in a week. Like, this is actually giving me a reason yeah. to just, like, not work, binge something for 12 straight hours on a Tuesday. And you know what I mean? It's like, kind of like, all right, now it gives me something to be amped up for. Like, I just remember, like, that was everything, like, being so excited for a new episode of The Office or whatever it was, like, back in college every Thursday. Like, it's, we talked about it before, but, like, a lot of people were like, you know what? I'll take it. I needed something to get, get my ass, like, excited for something next week. Oh, so I hate it. You fall on that. You fall on the other side of that. It's a tease. I think every network should give us everything they've got on January 1. Give us everything <laughs> oh, you've got wow. on January 1 and let us divvy up our year. This is our time. We don't oh, get to decide okay. my time. Give us everything you've got January 1 of every single year, then I'll figure out how I'm going to consume this content. So how, wouldn't that hurt? Like a lot of actors can only probably do one, what, one project or two projects. Cause they're like, it's got to all be done by the same time. Ah, fuck them. They're making a lot of money <laughs> dropping on January one. Then I can get back. I can watch all my shit in like two weeks. And I can get back to the important stuff like number six with cheese videos. You know what I mean? But I can't yeah, focus you're, on number six with cheese videos all week. I got to, well, I can't anymore. Cause all week all I'm thinking about is the next episode of the boys and it's bullshit. <laughs> That's the only reason why you're not binging the videos. That is bullshit. That's also, funny. definitely, That's... definitely. I will say one thing about the number six with cheese videos. That shit makes me hungry. Hungry, 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 bro. Very, very hungry. What's the best thing you've eaten recently? I need, I need, to, I need to start eating some, some trash food because I've been, I've been healthy for about a week now and my poops are all jacked up, so I need to get those back in alignment. <laughs> so I need to eat some trash food and plug me back up for a little bit. <laughs> uh, what would you say, Corey? What sticks out to you recently? Nothing. I think uh, my answer would be, I think the Gretel. We went to um, the spot that owns a big, big, big bad wolf up in Andersonville just opened up a spot down west on Armitage called Gretel. And they made yeah. this like just legitimately like I think it's my f 
my new favorite burger in the city. Like it's Corey and I always talk about like these burgers that, that are like no frills. It's just like really good, simple, not a bunch of stuff on it, like five or six ingredients. Give us an aioli or whatever. And we're good. But uh, the burger there, I think that episode drops Wednesday. I want to say that thing. That's the one that I've been telling like my dad about. Cause like when he flies in and we talk about food and stuff, cause he's obviously like a big food dude. He, whenever he, like, he always like has a list of stuff in Chicago he wants to do. And so I think we automatically added that to it where that, that spot is, that's the new fame. And then we finally went up to Superdog, which is like Northwest of the city, which is that like yeah. old school drive-in kind of like a Sonic. And we got uh -huh. a burger and a dog from there and that was epic too. So those two spots, it's always the local spots. I feel like that are my favorite episodes. I remember when Sonic opened up down here, it was complete chaos. <laughs> you had to wait in line for like three hours just to get one of those 12 inch hot dogs which i don't even fuck with hot dogs but i love those footlongs from something about the chili cheese footlong from sonic you know oh. a couple a couple uh blunts in you or a case of beer you gotta wash I, it down with, you gotta wash it down with the soda it's gotta go down somehow i think the soda helps break that thing up because i don't think your body acid's good enough to tear that thing up and were you out exactly were you ever a cherry limeade guy that, that was like their big people are obsessed with sonic's cherry limeades Nah, I don't shit. want those. I don't want those fruity you don't want that sugary sodas. Shit. You just want to pop. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the fruity sodas. I want my soda to taste exactly like what it is, which is just the death of my innards. That's what I want my soda to taste like. I don't want it to have yeah. a hint of Coke or, I mean, a hint of like cherry or like, yeah, you just want like Coke. Lime. You want like, you want just fucking Coca Cola. That's it, man. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. All right, boys. Well, you about done here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been my week, dude. Just fucking, I'm uh, telling Corey, I'm getting, getting the full fucking insane COVID protocol test and then coming back. Um, the one where they literally like basically search your entire body for COVID and they're looking at every hole in your body. If you go, you don't, <laughs> one of those where you got to show your insurance card where they really want to know, like how much, how much money you pay a month. Oh, okay you shell out. Let's go ahead and look everywhere for this fucking disease. Let's, let's give you four tests at once. So I'm going to get that later tonight. I'm excited. Yeah, Jam that nice. fucking thing up my fucking nose into my skull. Anybody else is really excited about COVID testing. There you go. I just really got you excited for it. <laughs> All right. I say we call this fucking podcast, to be honest. Yeah, dude. Sometimes we just want to check in with each other, you know? Hell yeah. All right, boys. I'm going right. to get out of here. All right, Peace. guys. Unemployablespod.com. Patreon.com. <laughs> he didn't wait the for the sign off. He really hated that podcast. Wow. He was like, I'm going to get the um, fuck out of here. <laughs> this guy had somewhere to be. <laughs> Even Bobby laughed my ass off. Um, all right, dude. Well, Corey, I'll see you uh, four or five days. <laughs> all right, sounds and, good, And uh, we'll catch up. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk soon. And goodbye. <laughs>